Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. We are talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Blues continue their homestand tonight. The Nashville Predators in town. It's a 7 o'clock face-off. You'll hear the game here on 101 ESPN. If you're driving around and if you're at home, you can see it on Bally Sports. John Kelly will have the call. And uh, I believe Jamie Rivers is going to join J.K. tonight because Darren Pang was on the West Coast and is going to have trouble getting home. J.K. is with us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Randy. How are you? Good. Am I right about your analyst tonight? You are right. He, he 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 hails from Ottawa, Ontario, so it could be either guy. But no, it's actually it's actually Jamie tonight because Panger was in San Jose last night. So you're right. Hey, let's uh, touch on the, this Nashville team because over the last couple of years they've really become one of the more physical teams in the league, haven't they? <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, they have, Randy, and, and they've given the Blues problems the last couple of years. I know the Blues had that big win last year on Easter Sunday, and the Blues won in overtime the last time they met. So this is a huge game. I mean, the Blues are a point behind the Predators. The Blues are only four points out of a playoff spot. And with three games to go on the homestand, uh, tonight against the Preds, Saturday against Chicago, and then Buffalo comes in next Tuesday, you know, you got to think, Randy, at worst, that this team needs to win two of three, if not all three. So um, wins are important, especially wins against a team that's only a point ahead of you. Hey, John, what have you seen from Jake Neighbors? He's gotten uh, moved up to the second line, uh, had a good game uh, last time out versus the Senators. What have you seen from him that, is, uh, that has been impressing you? Well, I think that he's a more confident player, and he's using his speed. And I, I know in talking to Jake early in the year, Kerry, um, one of the things he wanted to focus on coming into training camp, and he was hurt in the summer, so he couldn't have a sort of a normal workout summer. He didn't go to the World Junior Championships is his, the coaches wanted him to possess the puck more and, and make plays and things like that. Because uh, the one thing that really sticks out to me with Jake Neighbors is his hockey sense. He's a smart player. So, you know, he tends to make the right play. If there's not a, a you know, a east-west play to be made, he'll, he'll make the simple play and get it in deep and go hunt it down. But I think in particular, aside from that, uh, making plays is his speed. And he's scoring some goals off the rush. I know his goal the other night was, you know, going to the net and making a, a nice play on the feet from Callie Rosen. But I just think he's a more confident player. And every week and every month that he's in the NHL, he looks more and more comfortable and looks like an NHLer. But it's not an easy process. Uh, these young players coming up, you know, sometimes they have to go up and down multiple times and um, sit out games and things like that. 
Um, but to find your way and to be a regular, especially a top nine forward in this league, and that's what his goal is, it's not an easy process. And John, I, I like that number two line with Shen centering neighbors and Butchnevich. You've got the the all around skill of Butchnevich. You've got the the grit and the ter- determination of Raiden Shen, who kind of drags people into the fight. And then neighbors, who's blossoming into that sort of a player. I really like that combo. I do too. And you know, he really looks up to Braden Shen. I believe he had had been living with Braden and his family for a while. I'm not sure if he is still there. So. In a way, he's his mentor, Randy, so, so that's a good thing. So he, he's, a, he's a really good prospect. I mean, he had a fight the other night, as we saw, and handled himself very well against Parker Kelly and um, has done a really good job. So um, very impressive so far. And, it, it, again, and he's only 20 years old, so it's a, it, it's a long ways to go for, for him and obviously has a lot of growth. Hey, uh, we saw that the, the line of Thomas, Kyrou, and, and Buchnevich was broken up, I think, during the game versus the Senators. What, did, what came about or what caused that, and, and how does that how is that going to help those guys and Thomas and Kyrou get going just a little bit more? Well, you, uh, Kerry, obviously you'd have to ask the coach why he broke him up. It happened in the game, and, and my, my guess is that he didn't like the, the flow of the game, and that's what he does when he doesn't like the way things are going for his team is, you know, that's really all a coach can do. He can, you know, he can bench players or he can mix up the lines. In this case, he mixed up the lines. And, you know, I think the, the one thing that that line tends to do and that, that doesn't really appeal to the coach is that they play two East West. And, you know, sometimes as we have said, you know, you, you love to score off the rush and obviously Cairo with his great speed and, you know, Butchnevich has good speed and great skill along with Thomas. They want to score off the rush, of course, like any skilled line, but sometimes it's not there. And, and I think sometimes they do overpass and try to play two east-west. So my guess is they weren't playing directly enough, and, and that's why he made the change in addition to not seeing what he liked overall from his team game. Does that change? I mean, if you're if, if Kairou and, and those guys are, are naturally east-west players, does that change, you know, force them to be more direct guys? Because that seems to be what Barubi wants from this hockey club. Well, I would think it would, right, Kerry? I mean, if, if lines are changed and things happen, and, um, you know, I guarantee these players watch a lot of video every single day with the coaches. So, I mean, they know the way they want them to play. Um, but hockey is a game of, of motion and, and things happen. Um, it's not scripted like football or even basketball. Um, sometimes players get into bad habits. But I think when Cairo plays, especially Cairo plays the north-south game, and uses his speed, he, he's a more effective player. But, you know, the young guys had a really good season, and, and overall I think they have to be pleased with his development. Um, but like any young player, and even Robert Thomas, who has a little more experience, of course his first year was 18-19, even he, he can fall into that trap of, of overpassing and, and not playing a direct enough game. Hey, John, as we get older, we realize that time really flies. <laughs> Ten <laughs> years ago tonight, Vladimir Tarasenko made his NHL debut. Randy, I was just on the phone, and I saw that on my, my Twitter feed. And he scored two goals against Detroit, um, a breakaway goal in the first period. And then in the second, he, he walked around, I think, a couple of Red Wings and scored. And it really does seem like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And But as you said, it was 10 years ago. Um, it was a lockout season, and the Blues had a short camp. So we really didn't get to see – much of Tarasenko because, Randy, I don't believe they played any preseason games. If they did, they only played one or two. So Tarasenko that night at Enterprise Center 
was obviously a first-round pick that we, we knew that had a lot of skill and talent, but he was sort of an unveiling party that night, and he really shocked us with those great plays. Any idea as to when he'll be back? It seems like sooner rather than later. Yeah, I mean, he's skating and shooting the puck really well. So, I mean, the coach keeps saying soon. So what does soon mean? Does that mean this weekend? Does it mean Tuesday against Buffalo? Um, I don't know. So, you know, I would hope it's before the end of the homestand, Randy, but obviously it's up to him and how it feels. Hey, what about O'Reilly? Have you heard anything about him in in terms of his uh, injury and when he can be back? No, I haven't heard anything, Kerry, but last week I was um, in the locker room and that was the the day actually – Saturday when they had the Hall of Fame and Ryan was there and he was on crutches. So, I mean, if that's any indication, he's not close, right? Yeah. So they said six weeks and that was on New Year's Eve. So that would be mid-February, right? So, you know, after the Blues winter break, which is coming up at the end of the month. So, yeah, he's not even close, quite honestly. John Kelly, always good to talk to you. Thanks so much for the time. We'll be tuned in tonight. Bally Sports, you, you and uh, Jamie Rivers for the Blues and the Predators. Okay, Thanks, guys, for having me. Take care. That's the TV voice of the Blues, John Kelly, here on 101 ESPN.